Here we are. Here we are. Welcome to Stay F Homekins, episode nine. Ugh, nine. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. We are a married couple working in the entertainment industry in Hollywood, California. He's a comedian. She's an actress. And we're staying at home together. We're sheltering in place. <laughs> and yeah, here we are. Here we are still. Hi, thanks for checking in, everyone. Wait, we're are they checking like, in? <laughs> sort of like an NPR. I was doing. Sort I guess of an they're NPR. checking in with us. They're checking in. Yeah, to see how we're doing. I hope everyone's doing okay. This is. Um, I hope so too. This is this things aren't seeming any better. It's not feeling any better. People it's, are still getting yeah, sick. I know. Does. Essential workers are putting themselves. Let's of, take a break from all that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's reality and then there's reality. Reality okay, is still reality. This is an interesting thesis. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you were like, if you had like a Johnny Carson show right now, you just like wouldn't. <laughs> like, the opening monologue, you wouldn't have. It'd be like another time, another place. I'm just curious. What? What do you mean? Like you just wouldn't acknowledge. I'm curious. You're you're asking me if I was hosting a late night talk show. Yes. What would I? I wouldn't acknowledge what's happening. You'd in be the world? like these jokes, guys. These jokes. You'd get the monologue, and you'd be going through, and you're like, no, I don't want to talk about this. This is too current. <laughs> it's too current. I don't want to talk about. This. I don't want to talk about old things. I don't want to talk about the what's going on in the world because it sucks. Like you would exit out and then you'd make him go back in the writer's room and grind out like another. No, honey. No. I don't know. I'm I just saying feel... for our show, we don't need to be talking about that. That's all I'm saying is that <laughs> if you're listening, if people are listening to this, it's not because they're like, I want to hear more stuff. about. <laughs> <laughs> What if I were like, guys, we have a special guest, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. <laughs> <laughs> He's six feet away from us right now. He, well, he did a two-week quarantine so he could be on Stay of Home, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and he's here. And he's not going to answer any questions. We're just going to shoot We're going to shoot the shit. shit. He talks about that all day long. Doesn't he want to relax? He just wants to have some weekend water and he wants to yeah. get up in it with us. I want to find out what his top five pig out foods are. <laughs> he doesn't look like he pigs out at all. It's always the ones that don't look like it. That you do. know what? I hate those people. I hate oh, these doctors these... that are like, I love cheeseburgers. <laughs> I like, okay, you... Full disclosure, we have these neighbors who we love. We're very good friends with them. Yes. Ben and Julie, they like to bake. They're slender. They're slendermen. They're they are the slendermen. <laughs> so if you've seen those, it's those two. So they're, they're the ones doing those videos. They don't know like that we like secretly kind of are like mad about it. <laughs> that they, that like, it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Because they, they, they make these delicious things. And then then they they're always over. like pushing it. They're like pushers about it. Which we I accidentally like. made three wedding cakes. Do you want one? <laughs> yeah, they're like that. Yeah. They've like during this pandemic, they've already brought us pretzels. Mm -hmm. They brought us um, homemade English muffins. Mm -hmm. They brought us. Um, oh, they had too many donuts. Mm -hmm. Remember, they had too many donuts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> there's not a, such a thing, darling. <laughs> okay, Homer. <laughs> Oh, is that how Homer talks? I've never really seen it. <laughs> oh, you never seen The Simpsons? That is a dead-on Homer impression. <laughs> Doe. Doe. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> I, I like the character of someone who's never seen The Simpsons. Yeah. Sim symptoms? The Symptoms? Oh, see? see I, I told you not. Thinking. Don't talk about it. I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. The Symptoms. <laughs> Loss of smell and taste. Okay, so <laughs> COVID toes. No, my character is someone who's never seen The Simpsons, but thinks that they talk like they're in an old-timey movie. <laughs> they all talk like Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. <laughs> oh, is that more Kim Cattrall? <laughs> That's what that voice reminds me of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sex, darling. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Doe. <laughs> 
Wait, are you are you a Samantha? Are you a are you a Carrie? Are you who are you? Who me? And have you ever known a Miranda? <laughs> Does anyone? Oh, I, I even feel like know? I've known mostly Miranda. No one claims Miranda. No, I bet I'm a Miranda. I think out of all, you're of a Miranda. Them. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. Probably you, am. you know what? You are a Miranda. It's really it's process of elimination because I'm not any of the other ones for sure. We're all, all of them, really. Holy shit. You just blew <laughs> my fucking mind. Wait, okay, who am I? And there's only one right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, believe you would put me on the spot like this on a recording. You should know who I am. I feel like there's two choices. There are two choices, but there's one that's right. You're there's a Charlotte. God damn it, you got it wrong. I'm a Carrie, but everyone would put me in a Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Like, I I walk like a Charlotte. I talk like a Charlotte. You quack like a Charlotte. I quack like a Charlotte. <laughs> but my heart mm-hmm. is Carrie. Right. But you get why people think you're Yes, I get it. <laughs> I, you even sounded like Charlotte just now <laughs> when you said that. I get, I get it. I get it. I get it. Did you watch all of Entourage? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Uh, at some point, it became unironic for me. Yeah. At, like a Stockholm Syndrome Absolutely. situation. But yeah. like... What's... I quit before that happened. I know. I did, two, I did two full seasons. And then at the end of the second season, I was like, why am I... I'm not enjoying this. Why am I doing this? Right. I feel like I kind of want to hate rewatching. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. haven't even watched uh, the Last Dance yet. I know. Well, because we have to sign up for that free trial. Don't. Okay. Should I turn the recording off? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Don't tell anybody we do this. <laughs> we're gonna sign up for, sign a, free up for a free trial. We're, we're waiting, waiting for all the episodes to come. Kind of, we're gonna go. We bitch, this is uh, a <laughs> scam ASMR. We wait for all the episodes to drop. And then we're gonna we binge sign up this. for the free trial. Then we binge all the episodes. Then we cancel the subscription. Mm. You know what's so crazy is no one's ever thought of that. <laughs> I know. Please, guys, please don't steal our idea. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. Uh, HTD. With Entourage. Um, the finale. I went to like an ironic party at some point, And I remember like. it Was, like was a, it for the finale? It might have been. I might have been. There were there were like comedians there, like Nick Kroll maybe and say no Aziz. More. Say no more. And sorry. And, and Ooh, I, say no more. I know, right? <laughs> and I was like there, and I was like, yeah, I'm in on the joke and everything. No, it was the finale. Mm-hmm. I think. But here was was crazy about the finale, and I can't remember if it was pointed out by you or the comedian party or the or like the. I think I know what you're going to say. The think pieces. I believe it was Todd Levin who pointed this out. Our friend Todd Levin. It was Todd Levin. Yes. To- wait. Oh. Okay. Back <laughs> in the days of Entourage, and he used a hashtag so you Being can find DMV. this. He would tweet about it. He would tweet about oh, Entourage. Yeah, I remember that. He now. was doing like ironic. Uh, ironic binging on on twitter which now like we're all scared to do it because we all need jobs or whatever but like (laughs) we wait till shows off the air to talk about sometimes i just don't talk about it yeah because i'm like that show sucked and i really want to work with that person Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) they just not everyone can hit a home run hollywood executives if you're listening not everyone can hit a home run hey hollywood executives we're all human (laughs) okay and so todd pointed out that in the on the finale was happened to be the anniversary of 9-11. Yeah. And they ended... <laughs> the final image of the whole series. Were two commercial... Well, no, not commercial. They were private. But it doesn't matter. Right. Two, two airplanes air, taking off from Los Angeles mm-hmm. headed to New York. Yes. And and it, it was just visually like kind of maybe not the right... I mean, note? I think that's not an, the right note. It was just a coincidence that turned out to be a perfect bow for the whole thing. <laughs> also, now that I'm remembering the finale, he. Oh, wait, I'm about to spoil Entourage, maybe because I ahead. don't fully remember it. I think you can because it was so long ago. Yeah. But like he was supposed to end up with this great girl or something. Who, E or Vince? Vince. Right. Like 
So, like, the whole thing of Entourage is, like, he never ended up with a great girl. <laughs> because he was always, like, lost or, or yeah. I don't know what he was. He was something. And, but then, like, at the end, he feel, he finally met, like, an intelligent, chic, elegant girl. Mm-hmm. But, like, didn't end up with her, maybe? I can't remember now. <laughs> I feel like the whole thing was, like, he didn't end up with her. In the end, well, in the end, did anybody end up with a girl, or did they all end up with, with each other? Because it's really about friendship. Was it about that? What was it about? <laughs> I mean, it was... Will a, you tell me what Entourage was about? It was about the unbreakable bond of people... From the East Coast who travel to Hollywood. With dumb people who who have everything awesome happen for them. At yes. every turn. Yes. So there's something, though, about it in a way mm-hmm. that it evokes like a certain truth and rage about Hollywood. <laughs> because there is sort of this, like, pattern mm-hmm. of, like, bros. Yeah. Like being handed the keys to the kingdom. Uh, maybe not so much like now, mm-hmm. like in 2020, but it it was like it's that it's just that easy for them. It's just that easy for them. Yeah, there are there are people there are people that actually exist that are like the characters in that show. Yes, they just like stumble upon like all of the opportunities. Yeah, they and there, there they are, get in every room they want to get in. Yeah, and it's ba- well. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a that's a rarefied class of people in Hollywood uh-huh. that have that privilege where, you know, like it's based on Mark Wahlberg's experiences. Right. So, what, minus the Catholicism or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess they, there, there was, was no, no religion ch- in Entourage. No churchiness. Well, that's and... why I got I couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Their religion were like. Sleeping with women and oh, doing drugs and the religion drink. of Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, pedophiles. <laughs> I don't know. They were like young. I I don't know. Something about the show did tap into something like it was not entirely unrealistic. No, you know, no. So wait, so when you so like about Hollywood, like people who can have like any meeting they want, mm-hmm. and they get anything they want. What do you like? Who like who? Who is this? Who are we thinking of? Like Tom Cruise or? Oh yeah, like like there's there's the the upper upper echelon of people that are huge names that you know mm-hmm. could probably have any part they want. Every once in a while, you hear a story of like a huge person who has to audition for something because the director isn't sure about. Couldn't them. see. I could not see. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> the guy. I need more to go on. What's his name? He's in everything. He's got like curly hair. Tom Hanks? No. He's like, <laughs> God, what is his name? He like hangs out with like, that, and the one, and he saw you that one time, and he's like, oh, I am a fan of your Honey, Seth. you sound no, like you're Seth. 90 years old. Seth Rogen. Oh, Seth Rogen? Is that his name? That's a person's Does name. Does he have like curly hair? He does have curly hair, yeah. And his wife's maybe a producer or something. I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He can do anything, right? He can have any meeting. He can be like, oh, I have this idea. It's a nugget of an idea Pro- of nothing. Probably. I mean, he's proven, he's had enough success in his career that people would be would be willing to uh, listen to him. However... Mm-hmm. I think there's there's tears to everything, mm-hmm. and he's definitely there's a, there's a ceiling for him that there isn't for like Brad Pitt. Do you know what I mean? Well, like Brad Pitt can do anything. Probably, probably like, Brad Pitt could probably get any meeting that he wanted to get. He could pitch anything that he wanted to pitch. He could probably produce anything he wanted to produce. Well, you know he what does I mean? produce a lot. Well, yeah, he's he got produ- a production company, but I'm saying there's nobody that's going to say it's probably not. I would imagine there's not many people that are going to say, yeah, Brad, I don't know. I don't think that's for us. Like he, he doesn't even have to like go to pitch meetings and then like wait and be like, did they like it? <laughs> he might still have to do that. He might still have to pitch the thing. Why haven't they called? But I, but I, that part probably does not happen. <laughs> I, it's funny to imagine why Brad Pitt I, calling his manager like, did you hear anything? <laughs> like, why was I waiting for 10 minutes? They were late. <laughs> they were late. <laughs> 
They ate through the meeting. Yeah, they ate there. Remember that? Can we? Di- are we allowed to dish on here? Well, I mean, we have to keep it confidential. <laughs> well, we pitched somewhere. Yeah. And they were like, not cool, remember? Oh, Am yeah. Am I allowed to say who? No. No, I'm not going to say who. No. We probably don't But we did that. have to wait. Yes, we <laughs> had to wait. And wait. then we had uh, an extremely uh, like, bored pain. response from the people <laughs> that we were pitching to. They were bored like before. We, they were like bored that they had to stop their fun conversation to take the meeting. <laughs> With us. Yeah. Like, I, I would have loved to know what the hell they were having, talking about before we went in. Because maybe we could have just been like, hey, we don't need to pitch this. I we mean, can just- check their fall schedule and maybe we'll discover it. <laughs> um, we're, I, we're not on it. <laughs> have you ever? <laughs> we know that for a fact. So we can stop looking for those names. Um, Hollywood ever- executives, don't you wish you knew who you were talking about? <laughs> if you, if you want to know, driving them wild. Stay at humpkins at gmail.com. I may or may not tell you. Mm, give us jobs. <laughs> um, have you ever had anybody eat during an audition? Um, well, I've had um, people um, like wheel in the lunch uh, <laughs> like feast cart. Wow. Like, and it's sitting to the side and I, and you realize you're the final one before they get to grab their yeah. plates off of this. And you've been starving in the fucking of course you have. Cause yeah. you're like, fucking, I'm like, it took me 20 minutes to park yeah. and I wasn't allowed. And then like this. And so, and then, and so like that, like immediately sucks your life force from you. Mm-hmm. Like knowing like, I'm the last one before their lunch break, and all they can think about is that amazing, like... The food that's in the same room as us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I've had that, like, more than people eating. I've had people on their iPhones. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of that. Like, to the point where I've been like, do I just, like, say, like, I'll wait, right, dude, because it's always a dude. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's mostly dudes. Mm-hmm. I mean... I shouldn't say it's always a dude. I'm just like ratio wise, it's going right. to be a dude more right. than it's, you know, you know what I mean? But to be fair, and I don't want to be like a not all men, but, you know, th- the horribleness of Hollywood knows no gender. And <laughs> no, truly, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> truly, no. that, that is where equality uh, can be seen. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that there are plenty of horrible people of of all stripes? That's exactly right. Here's here's my personal not us, of course, we're great <laughs> philosophy about auditions because I and I do believe this that they need to do their job and their <laughs> job is to make me feel comfortable <laughs> and I really do get kind of pissed Mm -hmm. when I come into a cold room and I mean like and I don't like deal with it I'm not at the echelon of actor where I can be like what the fuck is wrong yeah (laughs) with the why is this room so cold it's just that I don't find it professional and the reason I can say that now is because I've auditioned uh, way more than any Malcolm Gladwell wet dream could come up with You mean you're talking about your your 10,000 hours? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm talking about... (laughs) That's an interesting way to put it. A hundred, a hundy, a hundy thousand over here. Okay. That I know the difference between an awesome audition room Mm -hmm. and a piece of shit audition room. And because it's so hard to, number one, get the appointment, Mm -hmm. to even get it. Yeah, because like thousands of actors are submitted for just like 150 slots. Right. And then that goes to like maybe 10 Mm -hmm. on on the, you know, eco cast or whatever the hell you call it. So like it's like it's so rude to me. And I don't know. I haven't found an elegant or proper way to change I know, and it shouldn't be your responsibility. I mean, the fact the fact of the matter is is that at every level, mm-hmm. what we what we do in this is supposed to be collaborative. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's supposed to be collaborative, and uh, 
when you are the person looking for a job and you're standing in front of somebody who already has a job and they are not fully recognizing you as a human being because they're either they're eating lunch or they're distract they're re- you know on their phone Most or whatever of the time they've made an offer yeah that's you walk i mean that's room. a whole other yeah, that's and all you've heard it on the phone. You, so I've, I've never heard, had that experience, but I've heard I about have, that. I've been in yeah. the waiting room, and yeah. I've heard like casting associates like calling reps to yeah. be like, "Is Allison Janney gonna da 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 da?" And I'm yeah. like, "Why am I reading for Allison Janney's part? Like, there's no way someone's gonna you know." Now, I I, I was the cameraman for your self tape for I Tanya. <laughs> I thought you did a great job, right? You put the tube in your nose yourself. <laughs> I mean, listen. You got that parrot. I I just don't think. I think there's an art to creating like a magical audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's there's so many casting directors in this town that are amazing. Like there's some absolutely like, certain like people. I'll walk in. I'll be like, uh, of course, I'll read for anything yeah. for them. I would for anything for them because they're a joy. Yeah. And then there's some people. I'm like, how did you get to where you? How did you even get? To where I had, I actually had one of those this year. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I wish I could say who it was. No, you mustn't. Hollywood executives. <laughs> I had an audition once where it was a network test, which is where you go up before, <laughs> it's the final stage of auditioning, mm-hmm. where you go up before the producers of the show and the network people who are going to decide your fate. Yeah, sometimes there's like 20 people in there. Yeah, and I was... Up against, uh, it was a it was a comedian, stand up comedian that I knew. Mm-hmm. Not we were not friends, like we didn't like hang out together, but I, we knew each other. You know? Okay. And this was to play his brother, and uh, in the waiting room was just me and this other guy who was like a way more known quantity than I was, mm-hmm. and like a cooler get than I was, mm-hmm. right? And I knew that guy too. Okay. And I was sort of surprised to see him. They're like. You're successful. What do you? This is not the kind of thing. This is a network sitcom. This is what you want to do. Right? Is like play the brother on a network sitcom. I was. It was weird to me. So then we go in. I go into the audition, and in the old days, and they still do this sometimes. But when you would go in for a producer session, a test, whatever, when it would be that level past the initial audition, where there would be a bunch of people in the room. Yes. Everybody be crowded into an office. And it was like an audience, you mm-hmm. know, and it was actually fun. And you felt like you were giving a performance, you know, mm-hmm. because everyone was just the proximity. It was it was really good for that. Even if you didn't get it, you were like, that was a good audition, you know. Right. And then they started doing this thing where they would ha- have them in screening rooms because uh-huh. every network has a screening room. And then you're in this big, weird space. Everyone, people don't sit together. They, they, they're all splayed out, yeah. you know, in this room. The lighting is terrible. And so I walk into one of those and then the guy whose show it is, the comedian, uh-huh. like roasts me to the network people. Like he puts me down. No. Right before we start. No. It was the weirdest fucking thing. And I was like, oh, he wants the other guy to get it. Or he was maybe like nervous and didn't know how to act. Mm, no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Did the other guy get it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. You just reminded me of an awesome... That show did not go. An awesome and I know exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you just reminded me of two things. One, I have kind of a nightmare audition story. And two, which I think I can tell artfully without, okay. without revealing who it was. Okay. Although if I kind of reveal who it is, I don't know. Hollywood I would say. I would say don't. Don't reveal who it is. Yeah, I would say don't. Okay. Um, and then the second thing you're reminding me of is an awesome binge. I have an awesome binge recommendation. For me? This is great. <laughs> I am a huge fan. And I might, I kind of want to re-binge it in quarantine, but I just don't have the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm actually doing work and trying to get stuff done and whatever. Yeah. I'm also spending many hours trying not to go into a depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that takes a lot of time and binging doesn't help that. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, is episodes on Showtime. Right. You reminded me to of the test because in the even I think in the pilot, they are like testing actors. Mm-hmm. And this isn't like a spoiler because it happens 
right off the bat. This right. is why I'm going to explain this show just really quick. It is sort of an inside baseball joke about Hollywood, but I think it's so broadly funny that anyone can penetrate it because mm-hmm. um, they have like amazing actors in it. It's awesome writing. So basically, the this British couple have this hit show in England. And British TV is so very different. Like, they just, you know, they don't care about, you know, star names or, mm. not, you know. And they win, like, the BAFTA or whatever you win. It's maybe BAFTA, isn't it? I don't know what they win. It is BAFTA. For TV, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they and the, so America Hollywood is like we want to make your show, and they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to America. It's going to be amazing. We're going to America, and then they get over here and they absolutely destroy every principle of their show. Yeah. Like the systematically, <clears throat> and they bring like this like Olivier award winning actor in whose role it was like in England, and they're like testing him, and they're like, what about um. Um, Matt LeBlanc from Friends, <laughs> who's like the opposite of this guy. And they're mm. like, from what? Like from Friends? And then he ends up playing in... Anyway, I just love this show so much. And um, I'm a huge fan, so I'm recommending that. Okay, my audition story. <laughs> so I was a fan of this show um, that was very critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, as an acquaintance knew the showrunner and and like this showrunner was always very friendly to me and we knew people in this like i'd seen him at parties and you know we're on first name facebook everything so i had auditioned for the show a long time ago i mean and i'm talking like uh, you know, all rise <laughs> or whatever, you know, like here's your coffee, sir. Or right, you right, know, right. like I'm not talking like, you know, I'm breaking down in tears and I'm like, you killed my son. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking <laughs> like, you know, like literally like probably went to somebody's cousin or yeah. something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so this role comes along. I noticed because I'm like, I used to be kind of insane about like finding anything <laughs> to go out for. And I literally reached out to this showrunner on Facebook. And all I said was... You sent him a private message on Facebook. Yeah, all yeah. I said is a private message on Facebook. And all I said was... And I'd already auditioned in the past. So it wasn't like insane. Mm-hmm. Hey, I noticed this such and such part. Um, I'm not sure if I'm right for it. But if I am, keep an eye, my agent... Uh, is putting me through or my agent is whatever i'm such a fan which this person already knew yeah anyway yeah yeah um and you are not to be clear you're not saying hey could i have this part you're (laughs) saying my agent is submitting me i was trying to flag myself yeah just like if i'm just be aware that i'm gonna you know I'm on tape somewhere hey heads up or i hadn't gone in yet so i wasn't on tape yet but the idea was that you would be. Yes. Yes. That's right. Heads up. I'm, you know, if I'm, if you think, if you, I don't know what this is. So if it is right for me, you know, I'd, you know, be honored or blah, blah, blah. If I got to read, if not have a lovely fucking day. <laughs> and, uh, a few days go by and my agent call, uh, says, Oh, you, you're, um, you're auditioning for this part. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh wow. Okay. I guess I'm, I was appropriate mm-hmm. enough for this part. And I guess maybe my personal, um, connection and reaching out got me in the door. Right. You know? And, and so, and by the way, I'm, I'm not terrible. Like I have studied, uh, like I studied classically. Like I, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like this isn't fucking Shakespeare. Yeah. Like I wasn't going out for lady fucking Macbeth yeah. opposite Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't feel in any way that this wasn't, you know, anything other than like, Oh, I might get to work on the show. I'm a fan of. Yeah, this wasn't you saying, I'm looking to break into the business. I've never acted before, but why don't I start with this? 
Right. Like, yeah. I think I even got the, I was like on a show working when I got the, right. When I got the yeah. notice and I was like, oh, this is awesome. So like I go full out, like I'm like dressed to the hair and makeup and, to the nines yes. of this lady. And I'm like, I'm going to, this is good. You know, like I'm going to, so I go in and little do I know that this particular showrunner has like a reputation mm-hmm. uh, for kind of torturing actors yes um i had no idea and i'd been to these cast this particular casting office for other shows Mm -hmm. like this is a like esteemed casting office and it's two women that run it the showrunner kept and i like there were like 30 people for all these various parts Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when you go in the showrunner is not there. Even like, oh, it's very rare. Very yeah. rare that like you go in, especially for like a four line situation, yeah. which this was. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you're being put on tape, and then they send it, and if you don't fuck it up, your tape will get sent. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's the base level line. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And but um, the showrunner apparently like was there and is there all the time. I had no idea. Oh, okay. This is like something I learned like later. Right. You know, and there's all these actors, like actors I've seen like on Sex in the City and actors I've seen like that I really liked. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. He kept, oh, I, sh- I said the gender. The showrunner kept <laughs> every oh, big, big spo- <laughs> yeah, spoiler yeah, yeah, there, a male yeah. showrunner. Uh, like everyone waiting for over an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, everyone's just standing there waiting and they're like running through these bit parts mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay. And he peeks out in the hallway, sees me and like winks at me, you mm-hmm. know, like, Hey, looking good. Like, like happy to see you. And, and I'm like, so like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. So I finally get to go into the two casting directors and the showrunner and he like, <laughs> Um, it's like, Hey, and I was like, Hey, you know, like who am I reading with? Da, 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 da. Like, here's my picture, blah, 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 blah. Like the way it goes, you mm-hmm. know, the 750th time I've done this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so never reach out to me on Facebook ever again. Because I don't know what the because was. There was a because, I think. <laughs> and <laughs> because of something. Because of some stupid reason. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Like it wasn't appropriate or something? or I don't know if he used the word appropriate or like he was busy. He's a busy person or <laughs> an important person. or It was something of like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Like, where do you want me to stand? But, you know, and... I looked over the two lady casting directors and they looked like they were like at Guantanamo. Like they had these faces Mm -hmm. of being held hostage and walking on pins and needles. Mm -hmm. And there was an energy in the room that was palpably abusive. Yeah. And And he's shaming you in front of these people for reaching out to him on Facebook. Which he never responded to me. I just, all I got was the audition. Yeah. And he absolutely at any point could have said something to you privately. Or never responded. How about that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's also a choice of like... But I mean, if this was important for him to say... He could have done it in private or, rather than do it in front of other people. Oh, there were 800 avenues of, of, of shutting me down Yeah, or, or setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had indeed violated a boundary, which I personally to this day don't feel that weird about because I've known people less than this person and had deeper, you know, conversations about opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, that, yeah. that you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and and so at that point, like I, it had like it had, and I had spent so much time and energy, you know, preparing, and I knew like this was just an exercise in kind of torture. Like it was, there was never, it wasn't going past yeah that day. Yeah, but I still had to then uh, execute my audition. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I remember you said to me the day that it happened, 
Like he was very, um, it was embarrassing. It was like he called you out in front of other people. Like, don't reach out to me on Facebook. You know, that's not really something that you should be doing, you know. And then he ended it by saying, that's not weird that I said that, right? No, what happened was that I um, executed my audition. Right. And he started um, micromanaging my performance. I think he even gave me a line Okay, but reading. did that other thing not happen? Because about I remember you telling me that. The the thing about... I'm not saying it's one or the other. I'm saying... About about him saying like... He like... he. What I remember is... Yeah. He absolutely made it weird and then said, I didn't make it weird, essentially. I can't remember for like, sure. Like, you're okay now to do your audition. Oh, yeah. Now, yes. I think there was some manner of, of him, like, excusing his own behavior, his own monstrous, malicious behavior. Yes. In a way that was, I mean, like, l- at this point, like, the, the air is out of the balloon. Like, I've come in. It's horrible. exchange yeah. has happened. I'm now standing in front of these women who look like deer in the headlights. Yeah. And now I'm expected to perform this scene that I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm being, like, essentially told, like, you're never fucking getting this. Right. You know, and how yeah. dare you waste my fucking time. And I'm like, and it was almost like, I'm going to waste your time. Because I spent 30 seconds reading this message that you sent. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. It yeah. felt like that way. Yeah. And, I, and so then I started doing my performance and he started like micromanaging, directing the performance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see, that's how it is. Like, like he was teaching me acting. And I was like, <laughs> I have a master's degree, you fuck. Yeah. You know, just because you got lucky, like what's his name on Entourage for one thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know that people liked yeah. like, <laughs> or whatever anyway i still am a fan of the show <laughs> and i probably and to be honest i might i i probably would i'm in a position where i might ha- I, if i got to work with i'll never work with this person because this person <laughs> will never have me in his presence right in that way mm-hmm. unless like i i don't know engaged in some toxic relationship with him like some yeah. like messed up you know yeah. like some messed up you know psychological torture narcissist yes. yeah 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 and i may not have demonstrated myself as being pliable <laughs> for four lines maybe for right. a, a series regular <laughs> like i would have but like yeah, if I'll, you cast me as a series regular i will let you fuck with my head on a regular basis <laughs> i'm like well the, i mean like maybe i would like maybe i would because i'd want like the opportunity to take Honey. my career to the next level. I don't no. know. I don't know. Like sometimes you don't know people are like that until they are like that in front of you. That is very unfortunately true. Yes. But this particular person has a reputation. Yes. But we, it's funny because I think we heard all those stories after that happened. Yes. Because yeah. this, it was early enough in the stages of this person's success mm-hmm. that that stuff had not been leaked. Mm-hmm. That cat was not out of the bag yet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once the attention became on like this beloved show, mm-hmm. like it came out. Yeah. 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 Listen, I have no ill will toward this person. Everyone's broken or, or suffered trauma yeah. in some way. That's very generous of you. I do and always will. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. And I appreciate that. But <laughs> I also like wasn't, it was just a bad experience yeah yeah. it didn't like derail my life no of course not you know because i wasn't like entangled enough or close enough or and also like so i didn't get that four-line role guess what two is another tuesday for me you know what i'm saying (laughs) like i i mean like and i've like gone deeper like i've like memorized 11 pages and gone Mm -hmm. in the tap tap dance and not gotten it so like for me it was like okay i think it was bad because it was like my birthday no remember it was like my birthday it was on your birthday it was like the week of a big milestone birthday for me 30 (laughs) it was like that week Wow. 30. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> I want another one. Are you gonna, <coughs> can you vamp? No. Well, we're we're like in the in the cool down period now. Oh. I know. Well, okay. So, speaking of like Hollywood insider stuff, I'm like big into like memoirs and documentaries of people's careers mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Um 
so like this week I just happened to watch like this Dominic Dunn documentary and this Alan Carr documentary and I'm reading, you know, like I did read the Jessica Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But like I like to read like older actors, <laughs> like older careers because like then it's like once upon a time in Hollywood mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, that you can get from like Topanga to Los Feliz in like five minutes, you know. That's all we care about. It's all old, I care about. Old traffic patterns. That's all anyone. But also, cares like, about. I'm kind of like obsessed with, um, like, actors from like the '70s. They would call, like, speaking of echelon mm-hmm. of like being like, I can get into any room, I can sell any project, I can do this, I can do that. Yeah. Like they would just be like, um, yeah, I went down to Santa Barbara or I went up to Santa Barbara with my boyfriend for the weekend, and I realized I think I'd like to do a movie of the week, and then they would like call their agent. In downtown mm. LA <laughs> or whatever, where there were like before there were area codes and they'd be like, yeah, I want to do a movie of the week. And they'd be like, oh, I got like three. Do you want to do this one about a woman who stabs her husband or blah, blah, blah? Like, sure. And then they just like show up to do it. Like there's no like there's none of this whole like there were a thousand there were three thousand submissions for one series regular Mm -hmm. they want a star name you're not gonna get it you know like there's none of that there was none of that like they basically were like yeah i went to a party and i and i realized i haven't worked in a week i haven't worked in three days Mm -hmm. you know so (laughs) i don't know yeah i'll do a little guest spot on facts (laughs) facts of life or whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like I don't know, like you checked out there for a minute. No, I was listening. I I was getting, I was getting a personal recommendation ready. Oh, do you need an introduction? No, I don't. I don't. Anyway, like I'm, I'm fascinated with a certain era of Hollywood. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, okay. So, I thought you were, I I thought you were going to recommend the Natasha, uh, the Natalie Wood documentary. Oh, the Natalie Wood documentary. I thought that's where you were headed. Oh, you did? Yes. I forgot that we did. That was great. That <laughs> It was really good. Documentary was really good. Yes, highly recommend it. Yeah, and it's on HBO. A lot of stuff that I did not know about her. Well, what an interesting one life One thing about like Natalie Wood that I didn't know that I took away from that documentary is that she was like kind of like a boss lady. Yeah. Like, you know, and all you ever really hear about is like yeah, she was this tragic figure that never lived past age 42 or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that is. I mean, her death was very shocking and tragic. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. But it was so like kind of interesting to see sort of like this powerful, empowered side of her. Like she was like a high, one of the highest paid. She was like, like a Julia Roberts of her, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 But it was, it's absolutely uh, worth checking out. Um, another another TV show that I like that I'm enjoying is Dispatches from Elsewhere. Oh, yeah. I um, think you actually recommended that on the last one. Did I? Yeah, because, yeah, he did. Well, I'm going to recommend it again. <laughs> uh, here's a book that I'm reading. Oh. I'm almost done. Yes. Called Disappearing Earth. It's a novel by Julia Phillips. Oh, okay. Um, that I heard about on the Hysteria podcast, which is hosted by Aaron Gloria Ryan, which is a great current events podcast. Um, but she had the author on, uh-huh. and they started talking about the book, and the idea of it sounded... Not, they didn't even get into... I think it was just the introduction. Uh-huh. The way that Aaron Ryan talked about the book made me stop the podcast so I didn't have anything spoiled. Got it. Um, and uh, and it's, it's good. Terrific, yeah. And 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 what genre of book is this? It's a novel. It's fiction. Okay. Um, but I'm is not it gonna... like a science fiction? No, it's not science fiction. Oh, oh no. I see. No, no, okay. No. Okay. I I would uh, just check it out. You don't. Yeah, give... just check it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting book. It's great. It's very well written. Um, well, so that's, what a dry recommendation. It's very well written. Did we recommend good font? Um, Mrs. America. Yes, we did. Oh, because there was a new episode this week. And I just want to point out like Kate Blanchett is so freaking awesome. Yeah. Like I can't even deal with like how freaking awesome. Yeah. She it's is. an amazing cast. Oh my God. And the I gotta cast. say, I gotta say shout out to Melanie Linsky. 
Oh, I love Melanie she's Linsky. One of my all-time favorites. I she's love seeing her in stuff. She's an amazing actress. She is. Because she's funny and dramatic and she's... Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's really funny in this. It's a great... It's a fun part. Yeah, I, lo- I love her. So there's um, our little reckies for I you. I really love the series, actually. Yes. I think it's well done it, about... Like, it makes me... Because I know that it's, it's fictionalized. Uh-huh. So it's making me want to read up on that time on the, on the because i was a little stuff. kid like i was vaguely aware of this stuff happening i mean me too it's really little <laughs> Honey, you weren't even born I was yet barely born you guys i know i robbed the cradle when i <laughs> married you <laughs> i wish Ugh. i mean just so i could have bragging rights <laughs> what's your bragging right you're married to some creepy old guy i don't know it's <laughs> like that i don't get old or something <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice if we just froze? <laughs> what if we just froze right where we are? But would it be nice? Because it might be weird. Yes, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> would it be nice if... Hey, the weirdness is for other people. That's not for us. <laughs> you want to be the picture of Dorian Gray. Yes, that's all I've ever wanted. Wait, is the picture of Dorian Gray is like Instagram inverted. Oh, shit, honey. How did you blow my mind twice in one podcast? It's like they totally like predicted Instagram, Mm -hmm. but the other way around. Yeah. 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 Right. People are putting out these, these false faces, but it's the pictures this time, not the real face. That's right. That's right. That's right. We gotcha. Instagram. We fucking nailed ya. (laughs) All right. Wait, that's it. We don't have anything else to say. (laughs) (laughs) We We gotta save it for next week. Oh my god. We gosh. can't be standing around next week with our thumbs up our asses going, oh, what else is going on? So, you, wait, you, do you honestly think that we're still going to be staying at home next week? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're right. I think, think this will that, probably all clear up. Do you think it'll be like a vaccine? Yep. Because it could happen. <laughs> sure, it could. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or, you know what could happen? Is they could figure out, like, if you eat a lot of chocolate, you don't get this thing. And then we all get to, like, eat a lot of chocolate. You have to stay. Look, you have to stay in and get as drunk as possible. (laughs) Wait. It's the only way to beat it. So far, (laughs) doing okay with that one. We're Oh, I think it's important for people to know. That That we only do this. We only drink on the weekends. We're not, like, just getting hammered every night. And we're not drunk when we do this show. <laughs> I'm drunk when I'm near the end of the show. Near the end of the show, yes. We start we we start the we start the drink when we start the podcast. Although people like to, people think I'm a little drunk all the time. Like that's been I some know. of the feedback I've gotten. But like I've kind of throughout gotten, your life, yeah, throughout my life, people are like, are you drunk? And I'm like, I haven't even like it's. 7 a.m. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. Like, I have like this kind of, you know. You have a belligerent personality. <laughs> I wasn't going to say belligerent. <laughs> I was going to say sort of like a flighty, like a flighty kind of like a. You're a bubbly person. Yeah. You're like, I have person. sort of like a, like a non serious demeanor mm-hmm. unless I'm mad. Oh, and man. then I might have a serious Fucking demeanor. Look out. Yeah. Then I'm, oh shit! <laughs> you guys, you don't want to be there. It's like the Incredible Hulk. You no, wouldn't we like do it. have more of that. Oh, I have a terrible temper. You have a yeah, temper. Anyway, Paul we're not here to discuss that. Paul doesn't like his temper, but like sometimes, like I feel like it is a superpower. It's like in business situations, <laughs> but he doesn't like it in business situations. But I'm like, I'm oh, kind of badass, like that he. Yelled at that him. makes me sound like a real Karen that I'm on the phone. <laughs> like, I'd like to speak with the manager, please. No, like that you're like, I, you know, like, no, I want it this way. That's not how the that's thing not goes. What I, that's not what I said. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I want it this way. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> that's what. I, and you know what? It works every time. I get out of the phone with customer support and I start crying. And I say, it's not fair. Why is it customer support? I'm talking about like creative shit. Like where you're like, uh-uh. That's not up to snuff. Uh, this is what? My- <laughs> what are you, what is this you're creating? 
We got to wrap this up. This is not good. This is not good. I mean, nope, okay. This is not up to snuff. <laughs> Try again. Listen. Fine. Y'all got my number. I get <laughs> it. I seem drunk when I'm sober. Y'all got her number. So what? Y'all. <laughs> Y'all got, got her number. So what? You think I care? <laughs> she doesn't care. I'm going right. to get another one. Listen, Let's wrap this up. I wa- Everyone, please take care of yourselves. Yeah. Take care of your sanity. Take care of your loved ones. Be kind to yourself. And yeah, that's a big it's look, this is a crazy time and everyone is doing absolutely the best they can be doing. That's right. <laughs> I mixed it up on Facebook over politics two weeks ago. You think I'm happy about that? <laughs> Just to feel a sense of normalcy, right? <laughs> Just to feel a sense of like that was idiotic, <laughs> you know, but yeah, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Um, Stay safe. And uh, thank you for listening. Safe. We have oh. not yet. Uh-huh. We got to do our oh, socials. Stayofhomekins at gmail dot com, y'all. Yeah, stayofhomekins. We're stayofhomekins on everything, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We're not and Gmail that active and Gmail. Okay. Yeah, but thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And thanks for all the nice notes that yeah. we've been getting and it's letters really nice. and pictures of your family and like a lot of essential workers are reached out and. You know, man, it's it's like I at the risk and heroes, man, at the risk of sounding corny. I've been thinking about this every day. Like I I was riding my bike today and I saw a mailman Uh in another part of the neighborhood. Not our guy, you know, Hmm. and I (laughs) just you think I'm having an affair. (laughs) I just ride my bike up and down our street. <laughs> yeah, so you were thinking about so I saw, so I saw about you know, a mailman and I just said thank you, you know. Yeah. And he said you're welcome and it was like it It was poignant. It was poignant. It was because it's it, you got to remember to thank these guys, these people that are doing this stuff and we have to we have to also remember this feeling when things are getting back to normal. Yes. Like don't forget that these people that are in these jobs the post office, grocery store, drugstore. That's what makes it so crazy. Like the 9-11 first responders, it took them like, what, like oh, 10 or 15 years? It's, and it's still not enough. I can't And it's even, still not enough. It makes me I know. crazy. It's, it's maddening and it's sickening. But, you know, if you are if you are in one of those occupations and you are uh, listening to this, we thank you so much. Really and do. You know, uh, it uh, uh, there, en- enough will never be said for the people that are doing stuff like this. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll be back next week. And until then, stay stay safe, safe stay, stay sane, sane, and, and stay, stay inside. Oh. <laughs> Wait, fuck! <laughs> the name. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs>